Joining us now is Penny Hanare, the Associate Minister of Health. And in, in those stats, uh, Penny, 21,000 doses given to Maori, which was a record as well. What was your reaction to yesterday? Oh, look, yesterday was hugely positive for one and all. And uh, you mentioned uh, the total number, which is a good thing. But I think what's also important, too, is the number of those who came forward for their first vaccination. And with the Maori numbers, I can tell you that over half um, of those numbers were first-time vaccinators. So that's absolutely fantastic. Um, But we still know we've got more to go. Um, But we'll uh, tick the box on yesterday and call it a success. Because there's been a lot of criticism, especially from the the Maori Party, uh, using colourful uh, language such as a modern, um, holo- not Holocaust, it was the other word, a genocide. Genocide. Um, following yesterday's success, are there any excuses for anyone not getting vaccinated? Look, I don't think there are. Um, you know, there's been concerted effort from Maori health providers, from uh, iwi leaders, from community people right up and down the country, and what what really gets me quite worked up about the kinds of comments that are being thrown by the Māori Party uh, is that, you know, it doesn't recognise the hard work that those people are doing in their communities. I've seen some amazing innovative ways to reach out people uh, to make sure they get the information that they need to make a decision as well as accessibility to the vaccine. Uh, We still know we've got more work to do, but, you know, they're doing a fantastic job and I'm here to support them. Okay, so where to next? There's still half a million unvaccinated eligible people. So how do we reach them? Would we do another uh, Super Saturday? Uh, Look, I think there's certainly merit in it. Um, You know, we'll let the dust settle on this one from yesterday. But I do think, you know, as uh, more of the community are getting vaccinated, we're seeing some awesome leadership from sectors, uh, from work sectors, and we're looking to support them even further to make sure that uh, they can support their staff and their sector to get vaccinated. And, you know, we've been engaged with uh, quite a large number of uh, some of the big employers and sectors in this country, and they're really keen to play their part too. And I think uh, that's part of our where to next. The Australian and the New Zealand Intensive Care Society has produced a report which describes the number of fully staffed ICU beds at only around 172. What assurances can you give for, for New Zealand that we are working and actually improving that capacity? Because it doesn't sound too flash, does it? Look, um, Minister Little uh, is in charge of this particular piece of work, and I've had a good look at not just uh, the work that he's done, but also spoken with PHOs and GP clinics as well as DHBs around the country. Many of them are already gearing up more for um, an increased ICU capacity and also looking towards how they might continue to care for their community during uh, what could be, you know, if we look forward and, and seeing whether or not Delta enters into their community, how do they care and continue to look for them. I can also tell you as, as um, central governments, you know, put a heck of a lot of orders in for uh, a number of uh, ventilator machines amongst other things to make sure that we can continue to grow our capacity. But as the Prime Minister always says, the number one protection now people can offer themselves and each other is, of course, getting vaccinated. Penny, what about the idea we've talked about this afternoon, if you were double jabbed, that you'd have greater freedoms, things like maybe malls only being accessible uh, at the moment uh, for people who are double jabbed or being able to travel more freely around the country if you're double jabbed and have had a negative test, you know, to go on holiday or see family members? Yeah, look, I think that's actually where we're heading. Um, you know, if we look towards uh, overseas examples, uh, and we've already seen some leadership um, in New Zealand here where people are saying, now, you know, first it was you must wear a mask to come onto our premises. 
Uh, and now we're, you know, our, we're seeing businesses and and the like saying that you can't, you know, you won't be able to access these things unless you're vaccinated. So we've got to support them too, as well as the community. You'll know uh, there's the talk around making sure there's an, an app or some ready way to show that, you, that you're vaccinated. And we've got to get that system right too, so that we can yeah. afford those who have been vaccinated that opportunity to enjoy those. Just very quickly, do we have any hint of a time frame? Because we did have that announcement a week or so ago by the, the digital um, specialists in the government. Yes, my understanding is that it would be um, sort of uh, up and running for public use in November, okay. uh, the beginning of November to the mid-November. That's what I've been told. There's a number of testing regimes they've got to go yeah. through, I understand. But uh, look, that's promising news to me. Excellent. Hey, we appreciate yep. your time on the program this afternoon. That's yep. the Associate Thanks Minister of Health, Penny Hanare. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon.